When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. For as long as I can remember, it has been my ambition to become an Olympian. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Underrated Podcast, a podcast where we discuss films that are underrated, underseen, underappreciated, and ones that have just slipped under the radar and passed most people by. I am Derek McDuff, the first of your, of your co-hosts. Uh, with me, as always, are Ariel Ortiz. Hello. And Alan Torres. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? This week, since it is uh, the Winter Olympics, the Olympics are back, uh, we're going to be talking about a movie that is about the 1988 Winter Olympics, a movie that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, that would be 2016's Eddie the Eagle, um, a film about the, the the real person of the same name, uh, Eddie Edwards. This film is, of course, starring Taron Egerton and uh, as Eddie, with uh, Hugh Jackman as his trainer. Um, it's directed by Dexter Fletcher. Um, but yeah, so this was my pick. Obviously, like I said, I'm a really big fan of the Olympics. Uh, I'm excited that we are here having the Olympics again for the second time in like six months. I actually kind of originally was thinking about doing this movie when we had the Summer Olympics and then we were doing our Summer sequels, I was like, oh, I guess we can't do it. Then I was like, wait a minute, the Winter Olympics are just around the corner because of the weird Olympic schedule because of the pandemic. So I was really excited to kind of go into it and uh, touch on this one. Um, but I know, Alan, this is your first time seeing this movie. Uh, I know that, you know, you're not a big sports guy, but I think I've gotten you in the past with some of these sports biopic movies. Tell me what you thought of this one. Uh, well, uh, like I told you guys in the text, the first thing that wasn't a fan of is I didn't see any adamantium claws. So <laughs> that's one big disappointment. And I didn't see any cool fancy British suits or you know cool spy gadgets. But <laughs> I digress. Uh no, I dug it. It was super fun. It was it was a really good movie. I, I I'm always kind of nervous about watching like biopics because you know things always have to go wrong and I don't know. I guess I get really into the characters so I go, oh my God, like I don't want anything bad to happen and Obviously, you know, that this would be, I mean, nothing bad happened, you know, everything went well, like, so that that was the fun part. But what I really liked a lot about it was, um, you know, Taron Egerton and, and Hugh Jackman, who just stole the show. I, I love their characters so much. Like, I I was all I was all all up for it. Like, I loved their chemistry. Like, you know, Taron Egerton, like, his facial expressions were so good. Like I that knew was my first was, note. It's just yeah. his facial expressions. So mm-hmm. got the, you know, like even I was like catching myself, like, <laughs> like he's like you know looking at the jump, 
And I'm yeah. just like, well, I don't know if he's going to be able to do that. <laughs> like, kind of thing. I was catching myself <laughs> doing that, too. But, uh, yeah, dude, they, they killed it. I, I love their performances. Um, I think what always gets me with these sports movies is I think you always pick the very, like... I mean, sports are gen- gen- gener- generally uh, competitive, obviously. So, I, I think that's what gets me is the competitiveness. And, and like, you know, I... I you know, just before we jumped on, I'm playing like Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel on Ranked. So, and like, you guys could probably see me going like, come on, hurry, play your fucking turn. You know, because I want to kick your ass, you know, so I get pretty competitive. So I think that's what always grabs me, where I'm just like, yeah, and like, you know, he's like, I want to be, you know, the, the best ski jumper. I want to, I, I just want to like join the Olympics and I want to do that. And, and you know, what? I really appreciated that because sometimes like, I know for some people they're like, oh, I, I need to win. I have to win. And that's completely fine like nothing wrong with that you know that's a competitive nature but i really liked his character just being like i just want to be there and sometimes dude that's enough like sometimes just saying like hey i was there i did it i competed and 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 you know it's it's one of those things of just, just like the, the the quote it's just like the olympics aren't about like competing or about winning it's about like the struggle kind of thing and and uh, it's, not, it's not about the triumphs, it's about the struggle. And, and I really, like, kind of, like, felt that. I was, like, really related to that. Because, like, you know, like I had said before, I'm a big fighting game guy. So I go to, like, I used to go to tournaments pre-COVID. And honestly, sometimes just being there, like, not like you know, I think I got fourth place once. And I was, like, completely happy with it. I was like, dude, I was here and I had a good time. And, you know, I think that's one of the big things that, like, a lot of people need to learn. Especially when they're competitive, it's like... Hey man, as long as you're having a good time with it and, and you like what you're doing, then that should be enough. Like, you know, don't 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 go too ham on it, but you know, but that's a whole different thing. But yeah, the story, I love the story. The dad was an asshole. <laughs> I was like, damn, yeah. are you such a dick, man? Like your your son's just trying his hardest. And like I'm glad the mom was like pushing him. Even I was like at one point where I was like, bro, you got this, you got this. Like, like it, this movie really made me fall in love with the characters. So that that's probably one of my biggest highlights is like, you know, just they, they really get you in that in that aspect of like you fall in love with the characters. I mean, obviously their performances, like I said, and the one of my favorite parts was around the end of the movie where he's going to do the the ninety meter jump, and I don't know if they got like um, Robert Zemeckis or something for like tension or something because that last scene was so tense like <laughs> i remember i was getting so nervous like he's going up the the ski jump and i'm just like oh man was this gonna like i'm like terrified he's gonna break his bones it felt like the same tension you feel at you know the, the big climactic scene in back to the future so that's mm-hmm. why i'm like saying like was robert zemeckis on this part because <laughs> damn that was some great like suspense and and tension and like you know i loved even that one real quick of the other competitor like the pro uh, ski Maddie. jumper, huh? Maddie, Maddie. I think so. Eddie, I was like, oh, that's him. Oh, yeah, the flying fin. Yeah, like he was like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter. We're only here for us. Like he's like, if I wanted to try my best, I don't care if I would get last place. But he's like, I'm gonna get first place anyways because I'm so good, kind of thing. But I love that even he was like recognizing Eddie's like, hey man, you're here because you give a shit. Like you, you, you're tr- you're gonna try your best, even if you're bad at it. Like you're still trying giving your all so yeah it was a it was a really feel good movie like i felt great like you know if it, like when it finished like i'm like yeah you know you're cheering with them and like 
you know, I got my jacket ready to go to. So I was like, <laughs> yo, I'm, I'm putting my jacket on for, for Eddie right now. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I totally, totally dug it. Hugh Jackman, man, just fucking kills it. Like, as soon as he showed up on screen, I was like, there's my man. Look at him. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous, handsome as fuck, just killing it. But yeah, man, I, I dug the hell out of it. I loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, for me, I I just I love um Taron Egerton and I just like I I have loved every pretty much everything that he's been in like, you know, ever since, you know, seeing him in first in Kingsman and um and like the injustice that he did not get, at least get nominated for an Oscar and then what's his name mm-hmm. got an Oscar for Freddie Mercury where he oh, yeah. knocked it out of the park with Elton John in Rocket Man. Uh, it's still a travesty. Um, <laughs> but I just, yeah, this movie was such a great, like, eight, late 80s, 90s feel of, 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 you know, of a sports movie. And it was a yeah. return to that form. And like, that's what, at least for me, I don't, I'm, I'm sure at least Derek, um, you know, got us to love these kind of movies, you know, the Mighty Ducks and, and and as this this mentioned cool runnings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, like, yeah, I wanted to ask you guys about Olympics. that. That was so yeah. like, it's like these two okay. underdog stories. So 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 okay, real fast. I, I, if I can interrupt, I've never seen Cool Runnings. I know the story. You know, like mm-hmm. again, I don't. I, I I was never a big sports guy, sports movie guy, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But yeah, that when that when they did that, was that like a reference to the Cool Runnings? Does that yeah, happen at the same time? The yeah, same, it happened yeah. the same Olympics. Yeah, wow. Yeah, which I didn't know until Olympics, yeah. this movie came out too, um, or when I watched it today. Um, I was like, oh, really? It happened in the same Olympics? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, I mean, like, it, it, I I just loved it. I mean, yeah, Hugh Jackman being this like very much like it, and I love that you get the sense of like he it was and still is cocky and stuff like that and that's why he didn't like make it but it's also like somebody like christopher walken's character which very awesome like that just randomly christopher walken is in this movie but he plays such like an important part while only being actually him only actually being in the movie for like what maybe like 10 minutes at most but because he's like has this book and they're like learning essentially from this book he's the grand mentor you know yeah he's he's the grand mentor mentor. yeah 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 yeah. and and um and like you get the sense of like even with that like kind of backstory that that you know hugh jackman's character just he should he needed that structure and if if christopher walken's character didn't give up so much so easily on him he would have been a great himself and um and so yeah i just love this movie and like just the the innocence of of eddie the eagle is so great and and i feel like that's like it makes for such a pure well like feel good story and and like yeah when he went on the 90 i was very worried of like oh man like what's gonna happen like how he like i had a feeling like in the middle once he's before he 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 um you know says that he's going to do the 90 that i was like oh man like i i knew it was going to happen i knew it was going to happen even when it did happen i was like oh my goodness like with along with everybody else you know like us as the as the 
viewers of this movie were were feeling exactly on what I'm sure like people then felt like especially like his parents and Hugh Jackman's character and stuff like that. I really want to see I really want to learn the history of like did he go back to the to you know he the next Olympics? He didn't. Cuz they changed the rules after this to like make it harder for people like him to make it into the Olympics, which is <sighs> bullshit. Wow, that's uh, fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was hoping Even there then, would be like a little because, epilogue to show. Because yeah. that asshole was still part of the committee, which yeah. like Man, like I hated that character. Like it yeah. because the only reason he got he got kicked out of the ski team and then kicked out of of you know or they tried to block him was because of how he looked, you know? Mm-hmm. Which um you know, you kind of get the sense of you can only, you know, make Taryn Egerton look kind of like different as much as you can but it truly yeah like the just because he looked different you know like um the real guy and um and yeah it just it, it was definitely like it was then for that reason it was very much a different version of an underdog story because it's like this is somebody who who wasn't an underdog he but people put barriers in front of him just so to keep him as an underdog and that's what what made it like add, had that added kind of thing then compared to cool runnings where there was no like change the rules for them it was just because they just needed to like overcome that hump and become like a bobsled team where i really liked that that it, eddie the eagle like story kind of like he he knew how to how to ski and stuff like that before doing this so it was like a very much a general uh kind of like a easy progression from his his life as a skier to to a long a, a ski long jump or whereas like you know with the jamaican bobsleds they were runners and then became a bobsled team so so yeah but um definitely loved it hugh jackman's character just like you know, Hugh Jackman's just awesome, awesome at doing an American accent and totally believing it that this guy is just like, uh, you know, wreck, wreck, um, you know, roughneck, just American that doesn't give a shit. And I love the cinematography of his jump of the ninety at oh night. My God, that yeah. was so epic, and I've seen a, a clip of it before. But I, yeah, that whole scene was just like awesome, and like, yeah, you get nervous even then. Like, oh man, is he gonna be able to do it? And he just like does it without any hesitation, no problem at all. Like he's just so pro. Is he he, and like, on. yeah, <laughs> Jack, and a and a cigarette that he like flicked just, that was cool. midair. <laughs> that was cool too. Yeah, yeah, I love like. Of course, Hugh Jackman is a cool guy, but like this is, I just love when he like gets to play like a cool guy that knows he's cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm really glad that you guys both enjoyed it. Like I said, this is, this is one of my favorite movies. I remember when it came out in 2016 and it didn't really get any like attention. Mm-hmm. Like it did, it did pretty well. Like it got good reviews, like not, didn't really get any like attention really though. It, it did okay at the box office. It, um, you know, I think it had about a twenty-five million dollar budget. It made forty something, so like a very moderate success. Yeah, like I mean, for the, I think it also like for the careers of Hugh Jackman and, and Taron Egerton, like it was definitely in between some of their big movies. Like I mm-hmm. think it was like right before like Logan, 
for Hugh yeah. Jackman and then like was in the middle of like Kingsman and at the book two Kingsman for for yeah. Taryn Egerton. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of that weird, you know, it's kind of like the prestige, how the prestige came between Nolan's Batman movies and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of get forgotten about for that. I feel like it's the same kind of thing for this. And then, you know, Dexter Fletcher, too, they would, you know, um, actually Matthew Vaughn was the producer on this. So it was Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vaughn is the producer. Um, Egerton is the star. And then Dexter Fletcher as the director would go on to do another biopic. They went and did Rocket Man altogether. Um, oh, so that's shoot. really interesting, um, which is, I, you know, I always kind of talk about how I don't think music biopics work as well as sports biopics. I think that one works a lot better than a lot of them. I think it still mm-hmm. falls into a lot of the same tropes. And I actually was thinking at some point, maybe like writing a thing, comparing the two, um, just to kind of compare these two styles. But I digress because um, just to get back to this movie, it's movie. I, I love this movie. Like I, it's such a good feel good movie. Um, it's, you know, you have this character who is such a awesome, good character, um, but he's not like, he feels real at the same time. He doesn't feel like this kind of like manic pixie dream boy because he's got like his flaws and everything. And But he just makes everyone around him so much better and everybody just roots for him and is so wholesome. And through the course of the movie, you see all these people evolve and he's almost the exact opposite of Hugh Jackman's character. Like what you're talking about, Ariel, because Hugh Jackman is so, so talented, but like he just lacks this like, you know, the the commitment and the motivation to be really great. Um, at least at the start of the movie. And then, you know, you have uh, Eddie, who he's really just not a natural athlete, you know, and, but he just has this drive. Like, he wants to be at the Olympics. He wants to be at this thing. And I really, really related to him on a lot of levels because, you know, I'm also, I also love sports growing up. I played a lot of sports. Um, you know, I was okay. I, like Eddie, really fucking nearsighted. Like, I wear very thick glasses. But I was always really like motivated. Like when I played basketball, I usually started as an inch, but by the end of the season, just because I was like always like I was always really good defender. And like you know, one season I actually made one of the few shots I ever made in a basketball game was a game-winning shot. And just kind of like always like Eddie, like worked my way up there to kind of like be a presence. Um, and I've always been really, really into the Olympics. Like uh, I know that they're super problematic because like the IOC, like it kind of shows in this movie, they're not exactly the IOC, but the British committee olympic committee is very fucked the ioc is really fucked but like the what they're taught what eddie talks about and like the kind of the athletes themselves this like spirit of just like wanting to be the best be your best self and achieve this great thing and the olympics have always kind of to me represented what they represent to eddie is just being your best self like accomplishing this great dream and i always kind of like wanted to be an olympian you know i remember like before this movie came out watching must have been like the 2010 Winter Olympics, maybe in Sochi, and watching like the ski jumps. I was like, man, I bet if I had trained from a kid, I could have maybe been in the Olympics. Like, if I'd born in Austria and I was like, <laughs> when I was like six or something, you know. So then the movie came out. I was like, oh man, like I watched it with my brother, and I was like, see, like I could, maybe I could. He's like, you're kind of like Eddie with that. And I was like, yeah, man, I could fucking, I could do it, you know. Like maybe, you know. So like, like I was like upset when I saw they like changed the rules. I was like, man, I could have done it, you know. But the IOC had to close the door behind Eddie. Um, but yeah, I, I just love the positivity of it. It reminds me, I've been watching season two of Ted Lasso. It's the same kind of thing where he's mm-hmm. just this, you know, very, very just great character who kind of like is very positive, inspires everybody to be their, their selves in the sports world. Um, they do have a, both Eddie and um, Ted, though, while they're so positive, like have like a very deep side to them. Um, so yeah, I, I really love this movie. I think it's one of the better 
sports biopics um, just out there. And um, one more thing I want to just kind of share about my own past that reminded me a lot of the one of my favorite scenes in the movie is that last scene that we kind of alluded to earlier where it's him and it's Maddie and they're going up the um, the lift. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, here's the, it's kind of one of those scenes where it's like, here's the moral of the story. And he has that thing where he's like, we're 11, we're like 11 o'clock and one o'clock. Like, it seems like we're far away, but we're really close in the clock. Like, we are not competing with these other guys. We are competing with ourselves and to be our best selves. And he's like, even, he's like, if I come in first, but I don't do my best, it doesn't matter. I'd rather come in last. And that was so cool. And just like, you see Eddie and he, you, I really like the, the camera because you just kind of like, see maddie kind of like take off and you see eddie from like watch him from far away it doesn't focus it's like this is not the focus this focus of the shot and it reminded me a lot of when i was in high school i was i ran you know i wasn't on track or anything but uh because i was in theater so i didn't really have time but i was kind of like all right you know i think i'm pretty quick you know and i wondered when every year one of the pe teachers would do this mile run thing and I would usually get when I would do we would do the miles every week like maybe like a I would get about a six and a half minute mile was like my best time, um, and then I did this run and it was like, like it was invitational but you could just go if you wanted so I was like oh I was like Eddie I was like yeah I'm just gonna go you know, and I ended up coming in dead last, but I beat my own best by a minute and that's what mattered to me I was like I got like a five and a half minute mile and I'm still like really proud of that to this day even though I came in dead last it was like. I pushed myself so hard to be the best that I could right there. And that's what this movie is all about. Um, Even though I'm a very competitive person, it's not really like about being competitive with other people and trying to be better than other people. It's all about being your best self. And that's what this movie establishes. And the moral of it does such a good like job of um, getting across is do your best, be your best self. And mm. yeah, that, that's why that's why I just love this movie. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that, that's pretty much my favorite aspect of the movie is like, you know, like I said earlier, you know, when even when I competed, I, I was kind of just more like, you know, even if I ended up last or whatever or or anything, as long as I tried my hardest and I was there and I tried like, it feels good. Like it feels good even when you leave. Like I remember leaving those tournaments, and I was like, "Hey, man! Like I had a good time. Like I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I lost. Like I was just more like, just even winning one match. I was like, holy shit, this is so cool. Like I did it. I won a match, and then like, you know, I won another one, and then I was like, oh my god, and then finally, you know, I I lost later on. But I was like, dude, that's still cool. Like it was super fun and. 
you know, I think that's my favorite message of the movie is like, just be your best self and just, you know, try your best and just do it for yourself. Like, you know, it, it really, you know, you feel it in your heart. Like you're like, yeah, man, I, I, you weren't there to impress anybody. You were like, I just want to do it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever had that. I, I'm, I'm trying to be better, but I am a very pessimistic person. And, and so I really need to get in that mindset. I think that would make me a lot better. But, but yeah, that's definitely like the way that, that, you know, life should be, you know, um, lived as like, just you know, try your best and be your best, you know, and that's all uh, the best that you, you can be be in your you know your own way without like like uh we always get existential with these um well yeah but I mean, yeah you know what i'm saying cinema. yeah you know what i'm saying but um yeah i mean like i i i really like am inspired by by eddie's story and and how you know it, it's you just have to be satisfied with yourself and like be sure of yourself and like Eddie is such a great person in that way of like that he doesn't care what other people think of him he knows what he wants and as long as he's striving to be and do that thing then he's fine like he's okay like that's why he's like like I got in like that's all I needed to do that's all I needed to do you know like I got in and, and I don't need to have the best you know jump or anything like that like I am going to the Olympics that's all I ever wanted you know and so I really it's kind of sad that like at first like people don't believe him especially like when he gets into the you know when he gets to Calgary and then that one guy like pulls him into drinking all those different colored shots and stuff and he uh. misses the opening ceremony and like that's such a sad thing but he doesn't take that you know he just b- brushes that past like you know like he's there for a reason and that's what he's going to do you know and I really love that about him I was going to say the whole like brushing past it and um, uh, all that, like, I mean, that was a huge stick move. That, like, really, that pissed me off. Like, I was like, bro, if I was there, I'd be like, fuck you guys up. But, um, um, oh gosh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I think Sorry, I had, you had really my on a little too long. But, no, but <laughs> you, you go ahead, man. <laughs> well, I think I was going to say, kind of circling back to what you guys were talking about, um, how this is kind of like reminiscent of these 90s, great 90s sports movies that we all grew up on you know like mighty ducks or like uh, angels in the outfield um mm-hmm. big green all these movies um oh, and how, big green yeah all right and how they are like these really you know feel good movies you know like they really are you know that's how this movie is described and a lot of those movies at least um in terms of like the sports movies have kind of gone away you know you get stuff more like uh which i i did enjoy like king richard which is not a feel-good movie um Whereas this one, it does kind of throw back to that 90s vibe. But I feel like it is like an improve. It's like the next step from those. Like those movies were like maybe a little bit kind of cheesy and saccharine. And, you know, they were kids movies. Whereas this, it doesn't feel saccharine, but it still manages to feel like very, very sincere, you know. And that that's what I really love is just the absolute sincerity of this movie. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's. 
like I said, like it, it's definitely and it's such an which is awesome about the '90s movies that you know that's reminiscent of. But this is actually like true along, I guess, along with Cool Runnings is also true. But it's such an unorthodox like um, sports story, you know. Like I, I don't, I haven't seen like the recent like the American Underdog one, but that's very much like orth orthodox you know like he mm. with kurt warner's story and stuff like that but with this it's like so out of left field of a story like and and i mean that's why it becomes like a great story and like like how in the movie it shows like he was getting all this publicity just because he was um mm. the odd man out or you know the uh, you know the different uh athlete and so and that's what makes things like um appealing to us and in in with especially with sports movies and and stuff and so yeah but but it was for this reason it was for a good reason because he's such a good person and and just like an everyman you know whereas like things with cool runnings like they were still like highly decorated athletes like with running and stuff like that and then you know some of them were the greatest some of them were good and stuff but with eddie it's just like he was an every man and a good person so yeah you reminded me of my point ariel uh what i was gonna say earlier um but i was trying to thought that's also one of the biggest takeaways of this movie that i really liked was that it kind of does a little of a it's never too late kind of thing <laughs> where you know like he yeah like you know like i said like in the movie he's not like an athlete but like he keeps trying and he keeps going at it and like you know he didn't have all that badass training just like all the other olympians but that was one of my biggest takeaways that it's like it's never too late like he like i was like really shocked that there was sensor he's like i'm gonna do that jump and i'm like what the fuck yeah like like yeah. i kept thinking like, I was oh like, i landed the 40 now on to the 70 and stuff yeah yeah i mean obviously don't do that like you know yeah it's, it's never i would say it is a little too late for that kind of thing but um or i mean you know what don't even listen to me if you think you could do it just be careful but <laughs> what, I, what i'm trying to say is like i like that aspect where you could take it into anything where like um you know if you, you could still do whatever you want to do like if you feel like oh i can't be a writer or i can't be an artist or i can't be a musician because i didn't start young it, it that's one of the biggest things I liked about it is that like you can still go for it. Like that there's nothing really stopping you other than you. Like especially how the other athletes were like, well, you need to be doing the ski jump um when you were five or six years old. Like you gotta start that. And I was kinda like I kinda hated that that there's so many things in life that you're like, you had to have started when you're a kid. But it's like sometimes you don't know what you like that young. Even now, like I know our generation is still trying to find itself like we're, we're all under all the stress and we're all like worried about everything. And we have our dreams. And sometimes you go, damn, it's a little too late to do this or a little too late to that. But what I like about this is that it's so inspiring enough that you're like, you kind of go, you know what, dude, it's not too late. Like I can still go out and be an artist or I can still go out and be a musician or whatever, an athlete, whatever. It's like, it's all about how you see it and, and your determination and your drive kind of thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but Again, another big point of this movie is that at least you're trying, at least you're pushing yourself to try your best. You know, like if someone just picked up the guitar today and like, you know, I'm 32, I'm almost 32 
and I pick and I just decided to pick up the guitar and and I'm like that's what I want to do for the rest of my life you know that movie shows like you just got to push yourself and you got to try you, you never know what's gonna happen kind of thing and and hey you know there there's there's all those like success stories of people who are like oh yeah you know I, I started writing at 40 or 50 and you know I started drawing art at 60 and then um you know started to bring up fighting games again but one of the, the one of the big uh tournaments a couple like a month a couple months ago some people in their like 70s or 80s rolled up to a tournament and were playing one of the most you know frenetic and fast technical fighting games versus Capcom 3 and everybody was cheering for them like it, it was kind of like similar to Eddie the Eagle like it was like everyone there's typically young like from like their teens to like maybe early 30s somewhere in their 40s but it was just so it was inspirational itself that people just went out you know they were old and and like obviously they didn't win the tournament but they were like hey man we're here we had a good time and and it actually inspired them to want to go and make their own tournament for like seniors senior citizens i mean they want to include everybody but they're like we want people of all ages to be able to enjoy video games and i thought that was so cool and i feel like this movie really damn like it really just sticks with you with all those things and and I love that part of it. Like, I love that it's so optimistic and it's so like driven. I, I think that's what I like about like all these like sports movies we've done, is that it's all about perseverance and like kind of like you know breaking the mold and trying your hardest and and just trying. I think that's the most important thing is like go, going at our way to try. Mm. Yeah, man. I that's yeah. That's really well said. Like I I think. That is what makes like sports movies and just kind of like that's part of the reason why I love sports in general is because things like that can just happen, you know, like and I think that's why you get endeared to certain people in sports like, you know, because you can because I can relate to Eddie, you know, um, or, or like, you know, uh, to talk about like basketball for a second, you know, I I can't relate to LeBron James or, you know like Kevin Love or somebody, but uh, I can relate to maybe like Alex Caruso. Like I'm obviously never going to be anywhere near Alex Caruso. Um, but like he, he was a guy, he was in the D league. He kind of like got cut by a few teams, you know, he, then he was on the Lakers and he was like, he's like 28 balding, just white dude, doesn't look very athletic. Um, but then he just kind of like worked his way up and like eventually became like a starter in the finals for the Lakers, helped them get that championship in 2020. Like now he's one of like, the best players on the bowls. So like you can, when you see these kind of like underdogs and that's, you know, kind of like, you know, what you were talking about earlier, American underdog Ariel. I think, you know, that is part of the story that is, you know, maybe that um, is pushing that movie is, I haven't seen it either, but you know, how Kurt Warner, he was a, he was a working in a grocery store for a while, you know, and people can't really relate to Tom Brady, but you can relate maybe to Kurt Warner and working in a grocery store. And mm -hmm. you're not thinking, you know, oh, I can't, you know, go out and become an NFL quarterback. But like, if you're working in a grocery store, you see Kurt Warner go and achieve his dreams. Maybe you can do that too. And the same thing with Eddie, he was, he's like working, he, when he got the call, like to go to the Olympics, he's working as a plasterer, you know, he's like kind of giving up on his dream, but you know, it's never too late. Like you said, Alan. Yeah. Any yeah. any uh, final thoughts? No, definitely. Uh, the one thing. Oh, good. Oh yeah, go ahead, Ariel. <laughs> oh no, just for me, it's definitely a great feel-good movie that's not cheesy or anything like that. It's definitely like if you just want a, a little pick-me-up in in your life and a reminder of like you know you could do it, you kind of thing. Um, definitely give this movie a check. Uh, you know, check it out and just you know like once again awesome performances from. Taryn Egerton and 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 Hugh Jackman. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, if you are going through, you know, a tough time, like so many people have been these past two years, you know, this is a good movie to just put on and feel good, you know. There's so many, I think that's why Paddington 2 is so popular, it's just because of the positivity of it, and I think it's the same case with this one, you know. What is up with that movie? I haven't like, seen I don't know. I, 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 it's on my list. I need to watch it. But, like, people fucking love that movie. And I think it's the same thing. I think it's just, like, the positivity of this character and, like, the impact they have in the world. And that's, you know, I, I'm I'm probably going to watch it pretty soon. That's why Ted Lasso is so popular. You know, that's why I think a lot of people like Captain America. You know, he can do this all day. Uh, you know, but uh, one other random stray thing is I thought it was a really cool moment. Did you guys notice that they actually put the real footage from yeah. the 88 Olympics yeah, that was in, awesome. that, yeah. where they like it's the guy who's like you've flown like eagles and you can kind of tell that's not really Taron Egerton you can tell it's, it's the real guy oh yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. like as much as like Eric you said like Taron Egerton you know he's a handsome dude you can kind of it's like Lars and the real girl where you see you're like that's still Gosling you're like that's still Taron Egerton but he had he's so transformative with his like facial expressions and his like the way he talks and just like the way he kind of carries himself, you forget for a second that, like, this is, like, one of the most handsome dudes ever. That he, like, he does seem like just kind of this, like, big geek, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah. like, that's that's a great performance when you can, you can like, do that. Um, but, yeah, I I, uh, I love the movie. And I, I don't know. Is anything, yeah, any last thoughts before I wrap it up here, guys? Um, I mean, I guess what's another, like, what's your guys' like, go-to like feel good movie like what like uh, other than how, how about uh, yeah uh, go to feel good movie and also go to um uh sports movie like this you know kind of thing so um for me oh my goodness a go to feel good movie dang i don't I, that i would have to think about that but but for my go to like sports movie like this i like definitely the big green is mm. is one of my favorites um, I love that that movie, and I forgot that. Oh yeah, it's on D- Disney Plus now, so I really need to check that out again. Um, Angels in the Outfield's good too. Um, Mighty Ducks too is my favorite Mighty Ducks, so that for that one. Um, but yeah, I would have to think about Feel Good, Feel Good, Feel Good. Um, um I do summer. like. Uh, no, just kidding. No, shut <laughs> up. <It's summer. laughs> yeah, that's mine. You, you, you call Whiplash. It um yeah like it's a family thing but but um but we we usually tend to for christmas movies as our feel-good movies so Mm. so um while you were sleeping is a classic for us and then also like you've got mail is also a classic feel-good movie um yeah 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 i was just kind of like looking at my letterbox real quick seeing if i could see anything one that I think is a good one for me is Tangled. I fucking love Tangled. Oh, like mm-hmm. that's a five banger for like five star movie for me. Like like that movie is just so you know you love Rapunzel and just like you love to see her mm-hmm. get away from her gaslighting mom and just I don't know like it that movie it's it's peak Disney for me. Like I I I can watch Tangled whenever you know. Um, another one and this is a sports movie and a feel good movie. It's the first movie we ever covered. Speed Racer. Like. Like, mm. Speed is, like, you know, it's yeah. another one of those stories about just, like, overcoming all these obstacles and just knowing that you can be the best. And, you know, I I, I will, I can, like, just, I haven't watched it in a minute, but I really want to kind of go back and rewatch Speed Racer. I've seen it so many times, but I never get tired of it. I don't know. How about you, Alan? Uh, sports movies. I, 
I know. What's your feel good movie, you know? Feel good? Be sports. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Because the funny part is, like, a lot of the movies that, like, are feel good movies for me, I feel like they're a little bit more like comfort movies, so they make mm-hmm. me feel better. So it's like Scream or like uh, Clerks. Like those make me feel better, I guess. Like I think I think probably Clerks just because like I, I, it's very relatable, I guess for me. Like I I've worked at you know we've all worked in customer service, and I worked in it for a very long time. So sometimes I'll just like you know pop in Clerks, and I I think I, I just like the dialogue a lot, and it's just kind of like I think I like just talking and hanging out just talking about nerdy shit all the time. So I think seeing that on screen kind of makes me like feel good. And just, I don't know. It's like some aspects of her, like super real, like just weird customers and <laughs> funny antics that they do. And like, yeah, I, I guess yeah, I think clerks, probably clerks. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm going to keep introducing you to more good sports movies, Alan. So we'll get you. What, we'll <laughs> um, Kung Fu. Is considered a sports movie? I think Kung Fu, if if it is, Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, technically, yeah. I never saw that Fighting. one. I, yeah, that would count. Oh, I never saw that. It. It's amazing. I saw, I saw the other one from around the same time, the other like Kung Fu parody movie, uh, Kung Pao. Uh, oh, Kung Pao. Oh, so no. Oh, no, not that one. Nah. Kung Fu Hustle is amazing. Okay. No, Kung Fu Hustle is amazing. Maybe we'll put that on your list of, of you've never seen. Is that okay, a yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be Kung down. Kung all right. Well, uh, everybody out there, thank you guys for, for listening um, on whatever app you are on. Uh, we would love it if you guys could just, you know, tell a friend or check us, to give us five stars. Um, there is a rating now system on Spotify. So uh, if you want to give us five stars on Spotify, it's br- a brand new system. So um, uh, so it's, we got to get some ratings there uh, since it just started. Uh, that would help the show get noticed a lot. Uh, but check us out on all our socials, uh, Undercast Company. Um, wherever you want to look us up uh, we also got a couple other podcasts I've got one whenever there's a new Marvel movie called Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones and Ariel has one on the first of every month um, so it would have just come out recently um, from when we're releasing this um, so uh, that's called uh, You've Never Seen the question mark and exclamation uh, point um, so yeah check both of those out um, and enjoy the Winter Olympics everybody mm-hmm yeah, I'm definitely going to be checking out the the. It's not called long jump. What is it called? <laughs> the ski uh, jump. Ski jump. jump. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. I'll definitely be checking. It's out super jump. interesting. Although I mm-hmm. one thing. Okay, I was gonna say something earlier. I, I love the score of this movie, and I love the little like every time they're like yeah. getting going down the slope, and I'm just like yeah. now whenever I watch the Olympics and I see them like do it, I'm just gonna hear that in my head. The little like ramp yeah. up the musical score. Yeah, just a fall. Sorry, I just I, for, I remembered one thing. I want the album to this movie. Like, I really yeah. wonder if it's on vinyl because this is like full out like awesome eighties music. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, very yeah. much yeah that vibe. Mm-hmm. All right, that's I feel like you're probably going Spotify and like I, I I'm sure somebody made a playlist. I know. Of it, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. But on vinyl like would be vinyl really cool. too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. And then, well, yeah, one more. If, if anybody out there wants to, you know, I might write a piece for Medium or something. If anybody wants to see me compare this and um, uh, Rocket Man, you know, just to kind of compare music biopics to 
uh, sports biopics. Let me know. Like, send us an email or something under cascone.gmail.com or just write us in a comment somewhere. Because I might do that if people want to see it. So let me know either way. Yeah. And I'll oh, see you guys in another that. way. Oh, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, you know, with that, thanks for being amazing. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Take it easy, everybody. <laughs>